now. More Reparations 2003 with Chuck Taylor. If you're just joining us, black people got their reparations checks today, and in short, all hell is broken loose. In sports, the Philadelphia 76ers took on the New York Knicks. But since none of the black players showed up, Todd McCullough ended up playing one-on-one -on -one with Travis Knight. McCullough had 75 points, beating Knight by seven. After the game, McCullough said that he was hurt that none of the black players showed up, but upbeat because he, quote, finally feels like he has a big penis. Welcome to the club, buddy. The Big Penis Club. Fortune Magazine released their annual list of the 100 wealthiest people today, and Bill Gates has been overtaken. By whom, you ask? A Harlem resident named simply Tron. Our Stephanie Gold is standing by with him now. So how did you become the world's wealthiest man, Tron? Hot hand in a dice game, baby girl. Six hours straight, talking about clacking it, clacking it, clacking it, clack. Now you're looking at the world's richest man, and I'm black. Kiss my black ass, America. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, I think what everyone wants to know now is what are you going to do with all this money? Uh, uh, I'm going to reinvest my money into the community. Oh, that's a very nice gesture. What were you saying? <laughs> okay. Is that no, your son? No, no, I just bought this baby cash. No, straight up, though, I'm going to do the real thing and spend this money for y'all honkies. Change your minds. On that note, Chuck, we're going to send it back to you in the studio now. Hold up, Chuck. I got your girl. What do you say about a little lap dance for the world's richest man? Oh, well, if you put it that way, Chuck, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Stephanie. Another yeah. new. Suck my n <laughs> We, uh, we seem to have lost the feed. Anyhow, here with the weather is our old pal, reliable, friendly, portly, Big Al. Happy Reparations Day. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> Just kidding. Chuck. I don't know if you know this, but I just handed in my resignation here at New Center three hours ago. And I'll tell you something else you probably didn't know. And that is this. This is not my real speaking voice. Actually, Chuck, this is my real speaking voice. I talk like straight up gangster, bitch. That ain't, ain't Big Al. It's out in Sims, OK? Now, Big Al, seriously, what's the forecast for the tri-state area? Oh, I don't know, Chuck. Why don't we take a look at my tri-state area map, which looks a lot like my big fat ass. Okay, here we have Connecticut. All the white folks drive down 95 and go straight into the hollow tunnel. Uh-oh, look out, here comes a big brown truck. Wait a minute, that ain't no truck. Oh my God, Miguel, it's disgusting. I'm paid, I'm paid, I'm paid in shame. Is that beatboxing? You pasty bastard. Look at you, Chuck. You look sick, man. You look like you just walked up from ground zero. This job sucks. Kiss the rings, bitch. And there you have it. Excuse me. Incredible. I'm receiving word that Colin Powell has just bitch slapped Vice President Dick Cheney. White people, run for cover. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, Old Yeller. Now, a little bit of housekeeping first. So, I've decided on Saturday and Sunday, possibly also Friday, I'm still debating the Friday thing, there's going to be a meme compilation going up at least on Saturday and Sunday at 5 p.m. For two reasons. One, 
I enjoy making the meme compilations, uh, since I don't really fuck around on YouTube, I don't care about growing on YouTube, I can be a lot edgier with the memes I put in my content, so, when I say offensive memes, if you actually watch, I can put some real spicy shit in there, so, uh, meme compilations, actually offensive memes and whatnot, real you laugh, you lose type funniness will be on Saturday and Sunday, uh, if the microphone sounds a little wonky, let me know in the comments below. Uh, been having some issues with some of my uh, some of my software. <sighs> Pardon me. I think I fixed it. Sounds okay on my end. My soundbar says everything's okay, but you know how it goes. Tech can look good on one end and fuck up on the other. So if it sounds wonky, let me know. I'd greatly appreciate it. That being said, California done KO'd itself economically speaking. California was a state that never had a single fucking slave in it. It was also an abolitionist state, even when it was just a territory. And now, it is guaranteed, well, <laughs> it's guaranteeing millions to some people, thousands to some, it varies as a sliding scale, but it doesn't seem to include white slaves, or Irish slaves, maybe you're uh, one of them interesting folks out there that doesn't consider the Irish white. Uh, it is 2023 times did change around the 1920s. You know, as well as other types of people that were, you know, forced into indentured servitude, slavery, so on and so forth. But, you know, it was only only the black man was put in chains, right? But not in California. And California, economically speaking, is fucked. They're a, they're a state that's on the cusp of being the first state to ever go bankrupt. And then they did this. And what is this exactly? <laughs> Fucking the Sabuku on a state level. California Task Force's OKs. Reparations plan that could cost state $800 billion. Now there's a chance that no one will receive a single payment. Or at least that's what some pundits are saying. I think California is goofy enough it might just do this, but something we reported on a long time ago on this show. I'll leave a link to this in the description below, but essentially what happened is LA, uh, <clears throat> LA police, or LA County as a whole, voted to defund the police by about 75%. And, you know, I don't care how you feel about, you know, defund the police, back the blue... Personally, not a fan of either side of it. I, I, I'm a big fan of disbanding police officers as long as you have the Second Amendment fully enshrined and uninfringed. Because you can't get rid of one without the other, and I don't trust the state's enforcement or pawns at this point. I've broken down why I don't trust police anymore into a, a much longer breakdown before, not really going into it here. But bottom line is if a city votes, if a city, state, county, whatever votes, and says we no longer want police or want these police to have this budget of this amount of money then that is what should be happening however la said fine no more of your tax dollars will go into funding the police so what they did is the city took people's pandemic funds the ubi benefits or whatever the fuck during the pandemic and was giving it instead to lapd and funding them multiple times more than what they were paid before people voted to fund them from money that was intended to go to people to help them survive the unconstitutional lockdowns of 2020. 
uh, add this in here. There's sources with it. So if you want, I'll leave a link to this in the description below if you want to know more about it. Just 40 minute episode, go into a few articles, cross-reference some sources. It's been a long time. Was it April 19th, 2022? Really? Only April 19th, 2022? Feels like this was a much longer time period ago. But okay, let's get back into this. This article is by Catherine Donlevy, May 7th, 2023. And the only reason I brought up this story about the LAPD is because they could easily just not pay people and divert this funding into some other government-type resource. California is the sketchiest, most dubious ran state in the entire fucking country. And whoa. Hmm. Sorry, never mind. Anyway, I was actually thinking the other day, that Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis are kind of mirrored, bizarro versions of each other, right? Because if Gavin Newsom geared up, I, I speculate that if he geared up a 2024 presidential campaign, it would be seen as stepping on the foot of, uh, pardon me, <laughs> of Joe Brandon over there in the White House right now, allegedly. Um, I say allegedly because I think he's in, uh, effectively, the nursing home, right? That's his Delaware residence he is like 80% of the fucking time it seems anyway right and it's kind of the same way if it like Ron DeSantis was to run uh, a lot of people would see that as stepping on Donald Trump and a lot of people like me you'd think that would be a suicide thing because if Ron DeSantis ran for president in 2024, 2024 he would probably destroy his political career he should stay in California and run in 2028 and a lot of people probably feel that I don't have any particular problem with, with I, have a, I actually scratch that I have a few problems with Ron DeSantis uh, I'm not as tripped up about the him not defending. Tr- this is so off topic. Anyway, I'm not. Uh, you know, I think it was kind of weak when it came to talking about the indictment of Trump. But ultimately, what was going to really come of that anyway? But signing that ADL bill about like Jewish hate speech. Mm, man, man, that's a big shot in the foot. I don't believe in hate speech laws of any kind. I, I I think it's bullshit. I also don't believe in hate crimes of any kind. Crimes are crimes. Speech is speech. It's pretty straightforward. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Let's get in. Anyway, I was just thinking like, man, if, if Ron DeSantis and, and uh, Gavin Newsom got a chance to sit up there on the debate stage and duke it out with each other, I would watch that debate. Lockdown, like they were so polar opposites, like on every single policy and cause, like LGBTQ issues, opposites, lockdown, opposites, everything, like to the T. They're even like the same age. Love it. Let's get into this article, shall we? California's Reparations Task Force, Task Force voted in favor of multiple recommendations Saturday. That could cut a minimum of uh, $360,000 in checks to its eligible black residents. The nine-member committee gave final approval at the meeting in Oklahoma to a hefty list of proposals aimed at uh, rectifying racial inequalities across the state. But it was never a slave state. This makes no fucking sense. It's just virtue signaling from a state that can't afford it. Uh, sorry about the chair being squeaky. Quote, Reparations are not only morally justifiable. No, they're not. There is no moral justification for this. You're going to make a bunch of people that never owned slaves pay for the sins of predecessors? A, that's even if that applied. 
it doesn't apply to California in any fucking way whatsoever. And even going on that, what about all the black people that are actually descendants from slaves, whose taxes are being stolen to give this money out to a bunch of different people? Sure, they're getting cut of it, but it's still their money being taken from it. And where all, where all, where is this money all coming from other than, than the Federal Reserve? Like, this is a hefty fucking payment here, right? And this is, you know, California's really, really, really the fucking petri dish for all the worst of the liberal policies. You look at it, you look how it's run, and it's horrific. New York being a close fucking second. Well, actually, no. Uh, all of California, and then Chicago is number two, and then New York as a whole state is number three, with the city specifically, of New York City, being a number four for just testing grounds for what this ideology in power would fucking bring. And holy shit, morally justifiable. I demand you give me your money for, for the pain that someone I never met, never knew, and most likely was never related to went through. You white demon. Excuse me, Senor Pedro. I'm not white. Why am I paying this? That's the thing. Everyone's paying into this. Black, white, Hispanic. It's a universal tax on people in California that are already taxed out the ass. But if, you were st if you're still living there, you ask for this every day. You vote for this. I understand the counter argument of like, well, if people move out of these states, it's balkanization. Okay. Oh, well. These states are failing. There's not enough people there. They go bankrupt. They fucking belly flop. Let them. Good fucking riddance. I mean, there's still going to be a state. But let's see what happens. Let's see what it looks like when all these policies cause a state to collapse. I kind of want to see it. Of all the states. Don't you want to see the fucking rapture happen in California? I don't mean biblically, but I just mean policy-wise. I want to see all their policies, look them dead in the fucking face, and start laughing. Because what's going to happen? Gavin Newsom was the first uh, governor of California to ever have a recall election. And this is something we talked about. They looked this up too. They busted multiple crackheads with backpacks full of ballots marked for Gavin Newsom all across California. They, got, they busted them, they were arrested, and at least those are the ones who got caught. And they were caught largely in red states. I tried to find my episode about it, but it was just so buried. Uh, I'll leave a link to these three articles if you want to know more specifically about that story. Uh, this one, Confessions of Voter Fraud. I was mastering a fixin' mail-in ballots. Uh, master at fixing mail-in ballots. This is uh, Top Democratic. Uh, this is with the California race uh, midterm elections. Well, the recall elections specifically. We have a Newsome. 300 uh, ballots, uh, recall ballots found in a car, and another 300 found on a man, a homeless guy was passed out, the one I specifically was referencing. Now, there's a lot of other examples of people being stopped with just a bunch of ballots all marked for uh, for Gavin Newsom and a couple other really questionable outcomes like that, as well as a few of them had like completely duplicated Kanye West votes. <laughs> So that's worth looking into. I'll leave links to that. And if I can find it in my episode about that topic, let's get back into this. Uh, standing, uh, let's see. But they have the potential to, uh, to address longstanding racial disparities and inequalities, Rep. Barbara Lee, a Democrat from California, said during the meeting. The panel's first vote approved a detailed account 
of historic discrimination against black Californians in the area, such as voting, housing, education, uh, uh, disproportionate policing, and incarceration, and others. Well, fine, if you can prove all those before, but again, you shouldn't punish people in counties. There's tons of counties that, that are, I'm sure, treating the the colored folk just as good as the white folk and all that nonsense, right? Like, come on, homie. I don't get the blanket taxation of it. Sure, if you can find these little examples of it, sure. But uh, go after that specific area. Oh, you can prove the police department had... Uh, had had targeted practices you know there's tons of police departments all across the country that have targeted practices some against white people black people hispanic asians latinos it all depends and, and things like sweeps and qualified immunities need to be completely stripped away you shouldn't have sweeps which incentivize cops to meet a certain quota by the end of the month because <coughs> you tell them to meet a quota they're gonna start looking for crime and making crime that's where you get cops who are on the record saying things such as and i quote you show me the man, I'll show you the crime. On the other side of that, you have qualified immunity, where if a cop kills somebody or is part of a crime or whatever, they're basically immune to any lawsuit, and only the state itself can be sued. Strip that away. Allow the allow the precinct itself to get sued. Furthermore, if you find it, sue the government. Go after the government. Now I know it's tax dollars as a whole, but it doesn't set laws and precedents that renewally steals funds from people. There is no justification for any of this. Even if you prove it, I can offer you a, 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 a solution, apparently, that will go in the way without harming or stealing the income from your fellow suffering Californians. And not just that, Californians of color, as I'm sure these uh, allies would love to say. The panel's first vote approved a detailed account of historical discrimination of life. Read that. And as for the incarceration thing, crime the group recommended that the state create a new agency that could provide services to dissidents of enslaved people to calculate what the state owes them now i will say i did just crack a joke about you know a certain group of people statistically uh, uh look i'm gonna peek around the bush here statistically speaking black people commit more crime at least that's what on the book verdicts would show you and we're going off that. Now, let me ask you something. These same black Democrats voted for somebody like Kamala. Kamala Harris, the same woman who enforced Joe Biden's 94 crime law in California during the war on drugs. Mind you, the war on drugs was the most vicious in California. You had raid swads doing no-knock warrant, just bust-down, gun-drawn shootouts in people's houses to confiscate bags of weed. I don't think federal federal drug law should exist. Drugs are a 10th Amendment situation and should be on a state-by-state basis. But Kamala Harris, while, at least according to her, was enjoying smoking marijuana, was locking up black fathers and, you know, thousands of other individuals by the payload for selling weed just to enforce the 94 crime bill. I I'm just kind of asking you here, like, is there a consistency to any of this? Like, oh, well, you know, black people are overly arrested. Okay, well, you live in a, in a state that's been consistently democratic since the er, since like the late, nine, late 80s. In counties and cities which have been dark blue for longer or similar time periods. 
So why don't you look at the politicians and the people you're voting for and the elections and the situations in which are leading to these people being elected instead of sitting here pointing at your fellow citizen who's also suffering these terrible economic policies and saying, hey, you, pay me, fucker. Why? You've never picked cotton. You've never been whipped. You've never been forced to do any of the, the man's work. At least not more than your white, Hispanic, whatever counterpart that you might need. That's just an absolutely fucking preposterous level of socialism. I'm just sick of seeing it. But let us say in California, let it fucking destroy that dump. The group recommended that the state create a new agency that could provide services to descendants of enslaved people to calculate what the state owes them. Though, the task force didn't specify what compensation would look like. It approved a section of the draft. Uh, of the draft report stating reparations should include cash or its equivalent. So what's that? Money or three lambs and a uh, three lambs and a couple acres? Like what? What's it? A lamb, three acres? Is that how it goes? Earlier iterations of the reparations package suggested paying out $360,000 to each el eligible Black Californian. But now that you made it just the the, the doctor just being people who were descendants of slaves. You got white Irish people, you got some Jews. Uh, hell, fucking under FDR, man, you had Japanese people arrested and technically enslaved because they were forced to do hard labor with no compensation or pay of any kind. So, I mean, that's enslaved. That, that's slavery right there. That's kind of recent. Fuck, I mean, World War II was in my grandma's lifetime. Well, I mean, RIP and whatnot, but still. It's kind of funny, I'm using that as an example when my grandma was on a fucking navy battleship and put a couple happy jappies six feet under mm. well uh, the irony is not lost upon me but the point stands you've made it such a broad spectrum and it shouldn't exist in the first place because even with it just being the black californians of of of, of, of uh you know slave descendants whatever the fuck what about the uh people who are descendants of black slave owners what happens to them? Do they get paid out? Do they get charged more? Both? There's a lot of questions that go into this that just aren't getting answered because this is an emotional policy. Not a logical one, clearly. And not an economical one. I'm over here chuckling in Rothbardian economics. Some economists estimate that the project could cost the state upwards of 800 b b b b b b billion more than 2.5 times its annual budget. God damn. The final figure is yet to be determined. That would uh, that state would calculate the total per individual based on numerous factors, including whether they or a family member was incarcerated, whether they faced housing discrimination or other pre or, or uh, prejudicial factors. Prejudicial factors. The amount of black Californians who qualify for this reparations is not yet known. Uh, on surface, fucking none. At least not the ones who are native to California. Then again, hey, if I'm just saying right now, if you are descendant of slaves, this might be one reason to move to California. I don't care. You know, if you're white, fucking try it, man. If you got, if you can trace it down, maybe one of your ancestors knocked up a a, a, a slave hand or some shit, and she got pregnant and had a kid, and they 
raise that or whatever the fuck. I'm just saying, like, maybe you can find some way to cash in on this. Just play the system at this point. Fuck it. Go play the system. Am I telling you to commit crimes? No, not at all. I'm just saying, uh, system. If you can, it, it, you know, be the man who enters the woman's sport just to get that bag, bro. Honestly, at this point. It's a clown world. As much as I can sit here and, and, and give you advice and, you know, re remedies for the situation. I mean, I've been doing this since the middle of 2018. At this point, I mean, like, I, at some point, it's like, you know, just fuck it. Play the goddamn game. You know what I mean? At least if you're going to do it, be white, be Jewish, be ginger. Find slaves in your heritage in this country and just be as goofy with it as fucking possible. Providing we see what the fucking parameters of this is. The initial eligible applicants must be descendants of enslaved or free black people who were in the country by the end of the 19th century. Again, if you're white and you meet this criteria, by all fucking means, get in on this. Fuck it. Get the payday and fucking bounce. There is also no word on how the payments would be funded in the cash-strapped state. They're on the cusp of bankruptcy as fucking is. The document will now be sent to state lawmakers who will consider reparation legislation. Oh my giddy Jesus. This is fucking nominal. Now let's hop over here to the last article for this. We read the post-millennial. Payouts of up to $1.2 million for every black resident approved by California Reparations Panel. The fucking mad lads. This is retarded. <laughs> May 8th. Oh, goddamn. In total, a black California, uh, a black Californian around the age of 71 that has lived in the state for their entire life could receive up to $1.2 million. What is money? With inflation rates, the printers going burr, the fucking, the fucking hideous Cthulhuian creature from Jekyll Island, this goofy American psycho-looking Patrick Bateman fuck here. He's literally not me, guys. I watched the movie. He's literally not me. And now this policy, this state is gonna fucking sink. And I'm here for it. Oh, what's that? Jabe, you shouldn't be rooting for this. I'm fucking, look. My parameters are this. If I can't have a country and a government ran for and by the Constitution, then I'm not gonna respect that government. I go anarchist, anarcho-capitalist all fucking day on this topic, bitch. That's where I'm at. So let them do their policies, let them set the laws, let them destroy their fucking state. The best part about this, Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, look into her. She is like the most red-pilled babe imaginable, just out there decimating him. And the best part is, his ex-wife, you know what she's getting? She's getting, uh, she's getting trumped every fucking night, bro. That's right, she married into the Trump family right after she got out of this guy's life. And he has never recovered about it. You can find clips of him talking about his ex wife. I can find one, or if I remember to, I'll throw it in the end of this episode. He's like Hillary Clinton talking about the 2016 election when he talks about his ex wife. It is such a fucking gash on his pride. I love it. Ah, article is by Hannah Nightingale. On Saturday. The California Reparations Task Force voted on a final set of recommendations to send to the state's legislature formally, recommend, formally recommending that the state pays up to $1.2 million for every qualifying black resident. During Oh, this is insane! During the task force's public meeting in Oakland, the nine-member panel called 
on the state to give residents a formal apology as well as payments, according to Fox News. California entered the Union as a free state, and slavery was never legal under state law. Quote, reparations are not only morally, justif- are morally justifiable, but... Uh, reparations are not only morally justifiable, but they have the potential to address long-standing racial disparities and inequalities, said Rep- Representative Barbara Lee after attending. Mm. Diversity, inequality, equity, the die cult. Payments received by black residents would be broken down into types of historical discrimination with black residents affected by bank uh, redlining. Yeah, thanks Obama and predatory uh, home loaning and bank loans. Oh, and predatory mortgaging. Uh, Redlining, for example, receiving $3,366 for each year they lived in California between the early 1930s and the late 1970s, adding up. Wow, to $148,009. I, I personally, I'd, I'd like run that down or round that up. You know, $9 is a little awkward. It reminds me of a joke I just heard the other day. For those living in California between 1970 and 2020 that are affected by over-policing and mass incarceration, black residents would receive roughly $2,352 each year they lived in the state, amounting upward to uh, $115,260. That is absolutely fucking insane, dude. The panel does not have any legal weight, and the Saturday vote included only recommendations for the state legislature. However, Governor Gavin Newsom has backed the concept of reparations in the state. He formed the reparations panel in 2021, and he ran on this. He promised this. This was his Hail Mary to get elected. His Latin 11th hour, he went on this interview. Again, I'll leave a link to my, my coverage of the interview, where he said, oh, I'll get you reparations. I'll give you money. Please. He was doing the same thing Donald Trump was. Oh, fucking be mad. But let's face it, Donald Trump on his way out the uh, what was it, like November 20th, he had promised you, I'll give you a new stimulus check. Okay, I'll print more money and give it to you. Look, I like the guy, but I'm not blind to the bullshit here. I'm not going to sit here and act like the man doesn't have a ton of fucking retarded policies. But Trump was giving you, promising to give people more money too. Now it wasn't like an annual reoccurring fucking payment. Sure, but still. Trump was like, I could give you a third stimulus, even more money than whatever Joe Biden will promise you. Let's just see what Joe Biden promises you. Uh, I promise you more. Fact check me on this. He fucking did it. It was pathetic. If you have to pander and, 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 and buy votes... You don't deserve to be in the position. Quote, quote, California is leading the nation in a bipartisan way on the issue of reparations and and racial justice. I cannot imagine what a Republican from California must look like. Well, actually, Kevin McCarthy is. And after they broke him uh, by cucking him on the speakership about five days in a row through the duration of about 12 and a half, 12 to 13 votes, he started performing pretty well, actually. Anyway, uh, and racial justice, which is a discussion that is long overdue and deserves our utmost attention, said Governor Newsom at the time. Quote, last year, I signed into law, I signed into law a number of key bills focused on leveling the playing field in our society. 
and ensuring that everyone has a fair shot at achieving the California dream. Today's appointment of individuals with an expansive breadth of knowledge, experience, and understanding of the issues impacting the African-American community is the next step in our commitment to the state to build a California for all. The cost of reparations for the state, should they choose to enact the plan, could be in excess of $800 billion. Some black residents who attended Saturday's meeting demanded larger payments, including Reverend Tony Pierce. My God, I bet he's Catholic asking for all this money. Who made reference to the 40 acres and a mule promise. I fucking knew that was coming. Made to former slaves when he took the podium. Quote, (laughs) You know that the number should be equivocal to what an acre was back then. So we're talking about, like, was this fieldflation, yardflation, muleflation, perhaps? We were given 40. Okay. And we're given 40 acres. You know what that number is? Uh, yeah, 40. That's two 20s, uh, four 10s. Uh, I can go on all day with the breakdown, buddy. Uh, one set of four, a few times, one, you know, 40 times one, you get 40. So just, I'm just trying to help you out here, homie, help you figure it out. I know y'all be thinking two plus two equals five, but you're wrong. Maybe I'm a bigot, but hey, whatever you say I am, right? I wear it well. You know what that number is? You keep trying to talk about it now, and yet you research back to slavery. (laughs) And you say nothing about slavery. Nothing. Well, you just said nothing about it while talking about it. So, I I, I, I mean, it's kind of, you live in a democratic state, and you're complaining about politicians going talking a lot about something and saying nothing about it at all. I mean, uh, it's par for the fucking course, my dude. (laughs) Said Pierce, quote, so the equivocal number from the 1960s for 40 acres today is 200 million for each and every African American. And uh, the amount of fentanyl they'll buy with it will be stunning. It might fuck up the cartel's influx rate. I mean, the, the, the demand might add to the supply, and that's always bad for the economy. During the meeting, Task Force Chair uh, Camilla uh, Moore, Kamala Moore, Camilla Moore, mm, had to call for security to remove multiple people, to re- remove people multiple times after attendees argued and spoke out of turn. The draft recommends a recommendation noted that when California entered the union as a free state, so it eat. Oh my God! The reparation bill even says it was a free state with no slaves. This is a fucking joke. Why do you guys? I have a small Californian audience. Why are you there? Why are you still there? If you're listening to my show, you clearly don't love it there. Is it family? Is the job good? Is this not a big problem where you live? What makes you stay? I have a tiny LA audience according to what used to be uh, what used to be uh, Anchor. Now it's podcast for Spotify. Anyway, moving on. Draft recommended enter this union as a free state in 1850. It did not pass laws to guarantee freedom to its black residents. The recommendation noted 
that for a decade after emancipation, the state allowed enforcement of Fugitive Slave Act, which allowed the capture and run, uh, the capture and return of runaway slaves. So again, shouldn't you be going after the states where the slaves came from using your your logic here and not the states themselves? <sighs> Whatever. We, we we have a video here to watch. Well, in a story out of the Daily Mail, it seems that California has decided to take their step in what they call criminal reform, another move forward. And so for years, the state of California has decided to not take crime seriously anymore, to not seriously sentence anyone. If someone's sentenced to death, then they're not actually going to carry out the sentence. They're not going to do anything essentially uh, to punish crime. But here's what's amazing. And by the way, of course, um, we've already gotten, so Compact Mag, Benji Sarlin, did a huge response to myself and Matt Walsh from Daily Wire when we came out in support of flogging. If you remember the special that we did on Sunday, we were talking all about, well, Singapore does well because they use corporal punishment on their prisoners. And this actually has the ability of setting society right. That's the point of punishment crime. The point of punishing crime is not necessarily to go around being the moral police. It's obviously a moral act, but let me explain. The reason that society punishes crime is because it is in the best interest of society to correct itself and to deal with the criminal element to correct this behavior. That it's not necessarily sitting there saying, we're going to make you a model citizen. It's to let you know that there are what we in the military would call left-right limits. There are left-right limits to your behavior. There are left-right limits to what we'll allow in public society. And crime is obviously one that we will not allow this. We should not, and, and by the way, I'm not talking about the state of things today. I'm talking about how it should be. This is why crime is punished. Why, why would we punish crime? Why not just let you know people do whatever they want? Because you cannot have an ordered society without the maintenance of that order. And it is an ordered society that then is able to produce airports like you would see at Changmi in Singapore. That's the entire point of all of this. And of course, you know, Benji in, in Compact, where I, you know, I appreciate his, his take, but he said, well, you know, they're just investing more. We don't invest more. No, but, but, it, it's you have to put the pieces together is, my, is what i'm saying you have to actually put it together but what's california doing because california we know has funded billions and billions of dollars in air infrastructure for their trains that don't exist their high-speed rails that don't exist things that gavin newsom said for years would happen but now they won't so what's gavin newsom's people doing now california's controversial reparations panel is pushing the state legislature to close 10 prisons in addition to ensuring current inmates also receive i love this this is like Gavin Newsom's boys. This is their next thing. Ensuring that current inmates receive fair wages and be eligible to vote. This is from the Daily Mail. It was earlier reported that the panel was seeking to pass laws creating a wealth tax, mansion tax, and or property tax in order to fund the billion dollar reparations. The purported figure is being mentioned per person at $223,000. And I want to just remind you that if we get to a point in this country where $223,000 checks are passed out to one group of people and not other groups of people. That is the when, that is the day our country will will be lost because you will create so much resentment That's and lost, so much man. anger in this country that I don't think you'll be able to put the pieces back together. You will shatter this nation. You will absolutely shatter this nation. I'm not even arguing whether, oh, well, should we do rap? What about them? I'm just telling you like it is that if the government walks up and starts doing this, that you will drive people absolutely insane. But let's go through and, and read some more about this, because apparently uh, these are the same prisons that that 
house some of the most notorious prisoners in the entire country, including serial killers, lifelong gang members, right? The Latin Kings, MS-13. They're in the crypts, the Bloods. It's California we're talking about. But what I wanted to get into, and in fact, I'm, let me look in this article here. Um, there, okay, so it doesn't say exactly. Oh, look at this. The report also recommends developing safe spaces for prisoners. Oh, safe spaces, that's so nice. So you, you understand what's going on here as well. What they're doing, what they're doing is trying to pave the way for Gavin Newsom again. Because as we know, as we know, Gavin Newsom wants to be the president of the United States. All right. Now I completely off take, not to mention, remember, they want to do a vaccine roll on California that was race-based as well. So this isn't the first time California's dabbled in this kind of nonsense. With that being said, I'm going to wrap this episode up here. I've been, uh, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I will talk to you guys later and very, very soon. Reparations. Ah. I knew you'd like this one. (laughs) New York Times columnist David Brooks in a column last month entitled The Case for Reparations. Quote, We are at a moment of make or break racial reckoning. We are a nation coming apart at the seams, a nation in which each tribe has its own narrative, and the narratives are generally resentment narratives. The need now is to consolidate all the different narratives and make them reconciliation and possibility narratives. Reparations are a drastic policy and hard to execute. But the very act of talking about and designing them, reparations policies, heals a wound. It's one of many reasons I don't read David Brooks, but go ahead. Heals a wound and, and opens a new story, close quote. You, you can imagine somebody whose parents, great-grandparents, came here in the 18, 1880s after the Civil War being asked to give reparations to people. Yeah, uh, even, in the, even in the antebellum South, most whites did not have slaves. The cost of one male adult slave was more than the average white person earned all year. So they weren't all living in terror with, the, with, with their plantations and all the rest right. of it. Uh, it's insane. The other thing, I have a slight um, sidebar in there on the history of slavery. Mm-hmm. The history of slavery, slavery existed all over the world for thousands of years among all sorts of people as far back as the history of the human species goes. It's one of many evils that the left tries to localize when, when in fact it is, a, it is a universal evil. So is this too strong a statement that it is what is distinctive about the United States is not that it countenanced slavery in the 18th and 19th centuries, but that it has taken such efforts to overcome the legacy of slavery since. Is no, that fair? A, no, that's, that's part of it. But more than that, as much as slavery is repudiated around the world today, prior to the 18th century, I know of no serious effort to abolish the institution anywhere. 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 Not in Africa, not in, not oh, in the Arabian not world. Not in Africa in the 21st century. Mm. Uh, Adam Smith wrote in 1776 that the only place in the world where slavery had been abolished completely was Western Europe. Uh, and so this was 
as late as as late as the as late as the year this country was founded. Yes, and so the idea that this is something that the United States had that nobody else had, or, or the other other countries that didn't have, uh, it's been estimated that there are more slaves in India than in the entire Western Hemisphere, and that's quite, and that's before and after Columbus got here. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom. <laughs>